Hello, Miss Footy. Hi, how are you? Uh, pretty good. How are you? I am good. Um, I was just, I emailed you and I just wanted to ask some questions because the book I read, The Compound, and like the ones following was, it's most definitely my favorite book. And I'm not the, I'm not the type of kid that reads a lot, but once I read, this is one of my favorite books by far. I'm so glad to hear that. That yeah. always makes my day when I hear that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I always try to recommend it because it's, I really think it's a great book. Thank you. I really appreciate that. And I was also wondering if, do you have any like upcoming works at all, like upcoming books? I just had one come out in September called The Tomb, which is sci-fi. So it's all set in space and it's a thriller again. And so that was, that was my latest. Oh, that, that actually sounds really nice. I'm, I'm probably going to go get that one. I want to read it. I, I really like it. I hope you like it. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I was also wondering, like, like in the compound, like, what was like some of the inspiration for like the characters and stuff, or the plot? Well, the plot came from really when I was in school when I was younger, like in eighth grade. At school, we would have fire drills and tornado drills, but we also had nuclear attack drills. Really? And so we would have to, yeah, so we would have to go down in this basement room of the high school, which like had no windows or anything. And they used it for wrestling practice. So it smelled really bad. And we'd just have to go down there and sit for like a little while. And then the bell would ring and we'd get to go. And one time we were down there and one of our teachers made the comment about how stupid it was because he's like, well, if this really happened, we would have to stay down here for 20 years before it would be safe to go outside. And so it really kind of stuck in my head and I ended up really being drawn toward books and television and movies about nuclear attacks and nuclear war and survivors and things like that. And so this was something that was just always just kind of right there in interest of mine. And so then when I was sitting down to write a book, I just really wanted to explore what that would be like to survive mm-hmm. something like that and be in an underground compound for a long time yeah I was also gonna ask like when did you like like started to like have like a when did you just start like saying you had like such a passion for like books and like writing and stuff like I think well I always loved to read that was mm-hmm. and it remains like one of my favorite things to do is is reading I just love books and I think I started writing stories at an early age. And I remember entering a contest when I was in eighth grade. I wrote a, a short story. And and it was just something like it was kind of my dream career. But then life kind of took over and I went yeah. to college to, to be a teacher. And so it was just kind of one of those things that became something that probably wasn't ever going to happen. Kind of like and just a hobby maybe. Exactly. Or just like a dream that, you know, how many other millions of people want to be writers too? And so it just, yeah, it was kind of just always there. Mm-hmm. That's really cool. That's, yeah. A lot, I've heard like a lot of people say like, they've always started like wanting to read or write books like at a young age and stuff. And I was, I was also wondering like, what is your probably like one of your favorite books or authors? 
Wow. I'm a, I'm a big Stephen King fan. Mm-hmm. Love Stephen King. When I was like one of my favorite books in high school, obviously is Z for Zachariah, which is about a girl who there has been a, a nuclear apocalypse in the earth. And mm-hmm. she is the last human left alive or so she thinks that was one of my favorites. I was always kind of drawn towards the the dystopian ones or the weird ones, just anything that kind of really made me think or surprised me. What, like, advice do you have for, like, writers, like, starting, like, at a young age or people just wanting to get into writing? I think first, it's important to be a reader, like, especially if you're writing fiction. I think nonfiction might be different, but definitely for fiction, I think you need to be a reader, first and read everything you can and second it's like anything you want to be good at if you want to be good at basketball you're going to practice every day and writing is the same thing the more you write the better you get at it I hope that each one of my books is better just because hopefully I'm getting better at writing Mm -hmm. and then third you want as many tools in your toolbox as you can get and for writing you get a lot of those tools by listening in English class yeah, that makes actually a lot of sense. But <laughs> for like people that listen to the podcast, uh, a lot of them actually like to listen to some of the like maybe like one of your favorite passages, no <laughs> paragraphs from the from the compound or any of your books. From the compound. Oh, you want me to read one? Yeah, maybe a paragraph or something if you can. Okay. Do you? What's one of your? Do you have a favorite spot from the book? <laughs> um, usually, like. My favorite spot would probably be like when it gets like really intense between Eli and his father, like when they're underground. That's just, that's what I like. Yeah, let me see here. Or maybe just like a little excerpt or something. It would be nice. Yeah. Well, let's see. How about this one? So here we go. I suddenly wished I had told Lexi about Eddie and the internet before. She deserved to know, but I wasn't done. When I think of everything you made us believe, the things you would have made us do, I looked at Lexi before turning back to dad, and none of them were necessary, not even one. This place wasn't our sanctuary. This was your world, your twisted world. Well, that's, I really like that. I was going to ask, when did you decide like you wanted to make a kind of like a sequel to the compound? Well, to me, it was just, kind of one and done like it was just one book and to me I felt like it was pretty finished mm-hmm. like I'd really wrapped up the story like even though I left the door open a little bit and then I did a lot I do a lot of school visits and for a couple of years like someone would always ask about the compound what happens next and I'd be like nothing it's done <laughs> but I began to wonder if there was more to the story and just came up with an idea, you know, plot twist to kind of center things around and approach my editor and they were all for it. So five years after I wrote The Compound, I wrote The Fallout. And so it, it wasn't, I had really didn't have a sequel in mind and I didn't want to write a sequel that wasn't good. And so I guess it took me five years to to be okay with the idea of, of a sequel and coming up with it. I didn't know that, but... Also, like, how long would it take you to, like, write a book? Like, how long did it take to write The Compound? The Compound, I typically, I, what I did with The Compound is I signed up 
for National Novel Writing Month, which takes place in November and it's online. And the idea is that you write a 50,000 word novel in those 30 days of November. And so I signed up, I'd actually had, and written several novels, actually about, actually nine before the compound and they were all terrible and failures in many ways and my agent didn't even want to sell any of them so when I sat down to do the compound it was really my last try because I was really ready to give up on writing and so I signed up for National Novel Writing Month and I knew I had to come up with this great idea and so that's when I chose the idea of the compound and so then I really kind of fast drafted the book like I finished, I did finish in 30 days. I had about 40,000 words and then I revised for a long time. And then we finally sold it like in June of that next year. But then I had a, like a whole year of revisions with my editor going back and forth. So the compound, I would say, was about a full year and a half to two year process of writing or revision, but I learned a lot. So many, so much writing the compound that then I was able to apply to the next book and the next book. And so it's, it's taking me, it's never easy. It never gets any easier, but I really try and draft a book in about two months and then revise and then go from there. So it's definitely a multi, a multi-month process. Mm Mm-hmm. Is there like any spots like when you're writing where you just can't like can't think of anything and like how do you find like inspiration for more stuff? Have you ever stuck? I I don't think there's ever a case that I don't have anything to write. It's more of a case of kind of figuring out where all the pieces fit. For me, a, a story is kind of like a puzzle and you have all these parts and pieces and you have to figure out where and when they fit in and so often it's just sitting down and figuring out how to make the thing work yeah and I also wanted to say that um like for me when I read it's very hard for me to find a like a book I like I don't know why maybe it is there's there's only a few I like and I just went to like school library one day, saw it. I'm like, hey, this looks pretty good. And like, I couldn't put it down. Like, I've never had a book that made me want to read more of it. I love, I love hearing that. I think I told you that earlier, but I mean, that's my favorite thing to hear is when that. And that's always my goal when I write a book is that I hope I've written something that the reader just has to keep on reading because they're so engaged that, you know, they can't put it down. And so when I hear that, I just love that, especially when when I hear from kids who don't like to read all that much and haven't found many books that they like. I'm a firm believer that everybody's a reader. They maybe just haven't found the right book for them. Mm-hmm. And so when I when I hear that the compound is the right book for people, I I love that. I love it so much. Mm-hmm. Out of like the books you've written, what is your favorite? I am a little partial to the gardener. I don't know why. I love. I think my main character in the gardener is a boy named Mason, and I just think he's my best character in terms of being a good human. Most of my mm-hmm. characters are are pretty flawed and can be pretty unlikable yeah. from the get go. But Mason has a good, good heart right from the get go, and I I just really like Mason, and I I think the gardener is kind of my my 
favorite. Mm-hmm. That sounds like a really good read. But what I was going to say is when I was reading The Fallout also, when Eli's brother, when he wanted to hang out with his dad so much because he didn't really believe all the bad stuff he did. I don't know. Right. When I was reading it, like, this made me angry for some reason. <laughs> I don't know why. I'm, it was like, I don't know why they just like all in like disbelief and stuff. And it was, I don't know why. <laughs> I think it's, I think for me, it seems to be something I use a lot in my books, whether I don't know that it's intentional or not. But for me, one of the most frustrating things is when the truth is there and, and it's, but it's not as it seems and things are not that way. And so I think that's what had to happen in the fallout is that Eli knew the truth and he knew what was happening, but to see other people fall under, under the influence of things that aren't true when you know the truth is, is to me like the most frustrating thing. Yeah. Like if I ever watched like a movie or something like that, that just like always gets to me. I don't know why. I know, me too. Especially like if it's a scary movie and like they're putting themselves in danger because they're listening to the wrong person. Mm -hmm. I know. Because like the reader or the audience will know what's happening, but not everyone else does. Yes. Yes. And oh, one thing I was going to ask is, is there any like thing you wish I would ask or is there any questions you have for me? Well, I would love to know. Yeah. Like what, what, when you read a book, like what are the things that make a book a good read for you what are there some certain things that you just really like to have in a book uh i always like it might be kind of weird but like dystopian type futures i i I really like those and stuff like that's kind of like messed up almost i kind of like i don't know why Mm -hmm. or some like funny books too i don't know why I, i really like i really like comedy and like dystopian and stuff like that and some like like when something goes wrong, maybe I, I really like that. I do too. I definitely do too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. I know. I just wanted to, I'm just always curious to, to what leads people to pick up what book. And I'm a, I'm a reader, so I know what I look for, but everyone is different. Yeah. Well, I don't know if I have any more questions, if there's anything else you need to know. No, and no, if you don't have any more questions. I, I I knew I had some more, but I don't really remember. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was very fun talking to you, Miss Bodie. Yes, I enjoyed chatting with you and hearing what you what you think about books, and mm-hmm. it's fun. Thank you. Thank you for coming.